Hello, and a very warm welcome back to Talk Richmond with me, your host, Jim Millard. Today's episode is an important one. We're joined by Simon Westgarth, Chief Executive of the Richmond Furniture Scheme, a fantastic local furniture recycling charity. They provide fantastic quality, good value for money, secondhand and refurbished furniture, which is discounted for those receiving benefits. In this episode, Simon and I are going to discuss the issue of furniture poverty with the backdrop, of course, of the cost of living crisis and how the work that the Richmond Furniture Scheme is doing really helps those in need in the borough. So without further ado, a very warm welcome to you, Simon. Welcome to Talk Richmond. Good morning and thanks, uh, Jim, for the nice introduction and um, glad to be here. Fantastic. Well, I've got loads of questions. Let's make a start with introductions. Can you tell us a bit more about Richmond Furniture Scheme and what you do in the local community? Absolutely. Well, we, we have three main aims, uh, Jim, which we've, we've summarised by sort of three phrases. One is building homes, uh, the other is protecting the environment, and lastly, it's sort of building community. But just to add a little bit of flesh to that. So um, we do a, um, a we collect um, donated furniture from around the borough. Uh, and people also bring it into us. We we repair it, we clean it uh, where we can, and uh, we make it available at a very reasonable um, price because our, our key aim is to help uh, provide affordable furniture for people who need it. That's, that's really our number one reason for being. As a part of that, though, we're also about protecting the environment. So we're very much into reuse, um, uh, recycling, and trying to save as much waste as we possibly can and uh, I'll go into a little bit more detail about that um, uh, when we talk about some of our stats. Uh, but the third key area is uh, what we do for volunteering. And we call that building community. So uh, we have volunteers who come in to see us. Uh, we also go out and work with um, other, other groups like Shepherd Star and Castledale Community Centre. And it's a great opportunity for people to learn new skills, uh, we provide opportunities for those who are um, at disadvantaged to, uh, to to get some skills, uh, but we're open to all comers. So lots of people from all sorts of backgrounds uh, come and volunteer with, here with us at the furniture scheme. It's fantastic. It's clear that there's a huge amount of benefits across the community, and um, I'm talking to you now. I can see you there in your in your office um, down on the site. I've been down to visit. Can you tell us more about where you're based? And how that all works? Well, we're on a we're on a little housing estate in the middle of Twickenham, and uh, it, it's a very tucked away location. So we're definitely a destination. We, you don't generally find us by accident. Um, the furniture scheme is at a place called Fortescue Avenue, just off Twining and Fielding Avenues. If anybody knows that part of Twickenham, it's a it's a place that was formerly um, a social club for the housing estate. Um, and over the years, it's been given over to other activities, and for I think the last. 20 odd years or so, I might be wrong about the data, um, we have been here as the furniture scheme. And as well as having a warehouse with all of our furniture, which people are more than welcome to come down and browse whenever they like, we have a storage warehouse, we have a couple of other storage areas and we have workshops where we do repairs, we make all sorts of things out of bed slats. Um, we also do um, upholstery, and we do refurbishment of items of furniture. So we, we like to um, breathe a bit of new life into some items where we can. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. It's well worth a visit. It's an it's a absolute hive of activity and a, a kind of treasure trove of amazing furniture. You, you would not, I mean, I do recommend to everyone, get down there, have a look. There are some wonderful things. And, you know, if you, if you are um, on benefits or, you know, feeling that you are 
in a situation where you are perhaps experiencing furniture poverty, it's a great place to go and find things that you might need. So, you know, obviously that is a key thing. Just to go back though, before we delve into furniture poverty as a, as a topic, I wonder if we can look back and sort of talk about what impact has the scheme had in Richmond community so far, all this time that you've been running. Um, okay, well, let's give you some broad numbers, um, shall we? So in terms of the the number of people that we support annually, it's around about sort of thirteen to 1,400. And, and just to sort of give you a breakdown of that, people who come to us who are on income support or with grants, we had 187 um, households with grants last year and 190 who were self-referred. So uh, that's a, a good proportion of the of the local population. And if you skew the... The amount of furniture, um, because they, you know, people with grants in particular need quite a bit when they're setting up a home. A substantial amount of over over thirty thousand of our funds raised uh, were were from the uh, from grants, so a significant proportion. We also collected one hundred and thirteen tons of furniture um, last year. So in terms of the service to the community, in terms of supporting the reduction in waste and, and and promoting reuse. That's a significant amount of furniture that may have found its way into, uh, you know, onto a waste site somewhere. So we're, we're pleased that we're able to offer furniture a new home in that way. And it was around about 95 tonnes of furniture that I think we distributed uh, or was, uh, it was dished out to, uh, to the community. And it doesn't stop there. So when we talk about um, people who are um, supported um, in, in housing. There's also people, as I mentioned before, with volunteering. And last year we we gave um, 82 opportunities for, for different volunteers. So 82 separate volunteers came to the scheme and they were from all sorts of, as I say, all sorts of different backgrounds, including local schools, uh, some, some, uh, some youngsters doing Duke of Edinburgh awards. We work with um, local special schools to do work experience. We've also um, had uh, a retired lawyer join us, uh, an ex-farmer and teacher come to, come to join us, who's very handy, by the way, on all sorts of things to do with um, DIY and repairs. Uh, so, yeah, so in terms of, the, in terms of the, the broader community, we cover quite a broad base. We also, um, Jim, just to sort of help you with the geography, so we cover the whole of the Richmond Borough. Our work tends to be more focused around the sort of TW postcodes, so TW2, TW12, 10, 11 and 9. But we do extend our service all up to SW13 and 14. And I sometimes feel as though that portion of our community can be a little bit forgotten, but it's no less important. Absolutely. It's really important that we uh, we provide this service to as many people in in the borough as we can. Absolutely. And that touches on something really important, actually, because I was talking about getting down there and having a look, which is one way people can, who are in need of furniture can look. But you've actually got a really comprehensive website. It's, it's very impressive. You've got everything logged, whether it's available, whether it's sold. I mean, can you tell us a bit about that, how people can access the website? Absolutely. So, um, you know, without boring you with too much detail, what we do, what we aim to do is to catalogue everything that comes in. And as soon as it comes in, we get a, a, a photograph, it gets a price. Um, and as we do that, it gets pinged up onto our, uh, onto our website. So we have a pretty comprehensive uh, list of options on our website. And there's two important reasons for that. Uh, one is, as you mentioned, some people can't necessarily access our facilities as, as, as easily as, um, uh, as some others may do. 
Um, I should stress, by the way, we have parking on site if anybody is coming by car. But it is, it, it's really important that anyone who feels that they need furniture can access it. So we have set up our website specifically so that people can buy in a normal way, but you can also reserve items. Uh, and that's really important if you're on a grant or if you haven't got much cash um, and you want to be absolutely sure about your purchase. Uh, we're quite happy about that. Uh, so people who want to reserve items, you just go through to pay in the normal way. There's a little button at the end that says grant or pay in person, and that will keep your item for 48 hours. And if you're on a grant, we can just make sure that those items are transferred onto the um, uh, onto the appropriate documentation and we look after the uh, the back end, as it were. Mm, mm, fantastic. And I mean, you know, that it's not just about... Um you know, the fact that it's affordable furniture or, you know, that, that, that it can be subsidised, but also the fact it's, it's reusing furniture that otherwise would probably end up in landfill. And I've seen the amazing sort of new lease of life you can give to things. That's another side that must be growing in popularity, I'd imagine. It is. I mean, it's, it's, we, we, have, um, we have people who come to us who actually are looking for a project, so they might buy something that um, is looking perhaps a little bit tired, uh, but there's an opportunity perhaps to uh, to refurbish it. But we do a lot of that ourselves um, too. Probably the most common thing is to repair something. So uh, typically chairs might come in and they're a little bit wobbly or um, the drawer runner doesn't quite work properly on a, on a chest of drawers um, or maybe something's got a broken foot and we can do quite a lot to repair and, um, and fix and mend uh, as appropriate. But we will also find that there are some pieces of furniture which... Um, uh, and maybe a little bit out of out of fashion, and um, by giving them a lick of paint, we can transform them into something much more much more attractive, uh, and much more interesting. And we've had some good success with that. Um, and I also need to give a bit of a big up to my um, uh, upholstery team because they've been doing wonders with um, old dining chairs. Ah. You can look a bit drab and can look a bit tired. But if you can re recushion them um, and maybe uh, give them a lick of paint, depending on what the condition of the chair is, we've had some fantastic items done by um, by the team. Uh, and we're also always open for anybody who's interested to maybe learn some skills or maybe try their hand at, at fixing, repairing, upholstery, etc. Um, those are the sorts of things that we encourage people to come down and, and have a go. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Now, coming back to furniture poverty, I mean, it's it's a very sad fact that, you know, the current cost of living crisis is a very real thing. It's affecting a lot of people, probably all of us to a certain extent. And, we're you know, we're having a real impact on your work, presumably. You know, are you seeing and expecting increased demand? Um, I think we are starting to see some increased demand and I expect to see more of it. We had a there was a very useful forum actually with the with the council uh, at York House last week and we were discussing the cost of living crisis and it's not uncommon at this stage for not all of the problems to have surfaced. Uh, I think people will start to potentially get into more financial difficulty as time moves on. Uh, people start to default on their on their rents or maybe repayments and this is where the problems start. Um, and I know that um, Citizens Advice, for example, are starting to see an increase in the number of um, people asking for uh, for financial um, help and, and advice um, from there. So we start to see that come through um, ourselves when it comes to um, people who are being rehoused or maybe uh, looking at um, uh, what's happening in, in social housing. 
It's also worth mentioning that uh, we've seen a steady uh, stream of refugees coming through the, um, the furniture scheme. We also look after a number of, um, of other constituents, including carers and people who are just generally disadvantaged. And we'll also, we will get people referred to us from Achieving for Children or from local schools where we know that um, individuals concerned there are, um, are really finding life, uh, life pretty tough. So whatever we can do to help with that, we will, we will obviously do. That's our priority. Fantastic, indeed. And yes, um, Achieving for Children, I know my housing officers will also, you know, refer people and get in touch with you for help. But if people do feel they need help, can we just recap on how they can access the service? Sure. Well, anyone can come to the service, first of all. So there's no barriers to anyone um, uh, coming and accessing the service. And if, if anybody wants to ask us a question about what help and support is available, we'll do our very best to sign, signpost people to the uh, uh, to the right services. Specifically in terms of welfare support and the way the, the local authority works in Richmond, there is a local assistance scheme which is accessible via the website uh, and there is support, uh, financial support available there to help people with their requirements and that could stretch to uh, to furniture but it also covers uh, appliances and um, uh, and some other support as well. So if people go to the local assistance scheme for help with furniture the way that then works is that um, uh, a grant will be uh, referred to us and then we can help fulfill that grant. So just to give you an example, yesterday we spoke to a, a young mum with uh, a nine-month-old um, baby who's just moved into a premises in Richmond and it was refreshing to have a conversation with them to say, you know, to find out what it is that they needed. But they were also pleasantly surprised that they had a choice of furniture that they could access. Uh, which is um, one of the nicer things I think about the uh, what the furniture scheme can offer is that we have a choice so you're not just going to get a, a one-size-fits-all um, solution to your problem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely absolutely so I hope that everyone listening is very clear this is a fantastic idea if you've got some furniture you'd like to donate how do they go about doing that? Great question so easiest thing is contact us via email at admin at rfsonline.co.uk and uh, what we ask there is if anybody wants to donate furniture if you can please send us some photographs explain uh, where where you are if you've got the contact information that's even better uh, we are also because we raise funds from the sale of furniture to help run the scheme uh, we are also in the position to claim gift aid so if you can give us permission for that as well that's even even better because uh, that's worth an extra 25% on top of the sale price of anything we uh, generate. And then if you contact us, we can do the rest. We'll get back in touch with you to say uh, what we can or can't take. Um, one thing worth mentioning is that, um, unfortunately, because of fire safety regulations, we have to make sure that things like sofas and soft furnishings have the prerequisite labels um, attached. Uh, so normally there's something to say that the uh, materials used are compliant with the fire safety regulations or worse to that effect. So if we can just make sure that those um, are on there, please. Otherwise, I'm afraid it's something we're, we're not able to accept. OK, that's a good point. And it's worth thinking of as an exit strategy when you buy your next sofa. Keep the tag. Don't take the tag off. It's, and I don't mean the little the little um, 
tag uh, that says carelessness causes fires and that sort of thing. It's actually something that's sewn in, stitched in normally to the lining of a of a sofa or okay. underneath a poof or something like that. But yeah, sometimes mm. they do get removed. So if you can keep those, mm. that's that's uh, even better. Fantastic. And are there any particular items that you need the most? Yeah, really good question. So our most popular items um, tend to be um, small sofas, uh, wardrobes, so somewhere to hang your clothes, chests of drawers, probably right up there with uh, with the best of them. Um, and then it's uh, anything from um, coffee tables to dining tables and chairs, um, you know, a, a place to eat. But I, I generally categorise it um, as somewhere to sit, somewhere to put your things, um, frequently somewhere to sleep uh, as well. So let's not forget uh, let's not forget beds in that equation. Um, we tend to be a little bit fussy around beds, unfortunately, because of the amount of space that we have to, to take um, items. But I think the, the simple point there would be ask us a question and we'll get back to you um, with an answer as to whether we can take it or not. But uh, don't be afraid to ask. Absolutely fantastic. So this is an amazing service. Um, thank you for explaining more about it. There's loads of ways people can access it and get involved. We've talked about all the volunteering opportunities. If people listening want to get involved, and it's, there's so many ways you can get involved, would they contact the same email address? Yeah, we, we, we all function through that admin <coughs> email address. So, um, yes, please, uh, send, us some, uh, uh, send us your inquiries that way. Um, and also, just if you're, if you're inquiring about volunteering, uh, please do, don't be afraid to say what it is you're, you're interested in doing. And really just to, I'll just recap on that um, one more time. So in terms of um, volunteering opportunities, we um, were always in need of, of help in our, uh, in our warehouse, in our showroom, because uh, if nothing else, we need to be able to signpost people to what it is uh, we've got and help people um, uh, through the process if it's the first time they've, they've been to us. Um, and I hasten to add, there's always a bit of shifting of furniture to be done as well. So that's, that's always important. But we also do, we like help with administration so just keeping on top of the mailbox and um uh, and dealing with inbound um phone inquiries and that sort of thing and we occasionally need help with our van so you've probably seen our mobile advertising van going around the uh, around the borough of richmond and that's pretty that's out pretty much every day doing uh, deliveries and collections so um uh, that's a busy operation and last but by no means least as i say there's the recycling and repair so the and the opportunities to um, take part in in refurbishing and um, creating some new stuff absolutely fantastic well thank you so much that's all we've got time for simon is there anything else you want to say about the scheme anything you want to let people know i think the only thing the only other thing i would um add which i don't think i've mentioned already uh we we have a fantastic um uh social media volunteer i'm going to embarrass her and, and say her name's jessica Jessica Andrews, who's been amazing. But it's worth, uh, if anybody wants to uh, follow what we do, um, all our activities are generally plastered over Facebook and Instagram, uh, as well as uh, as, as well as Twitter and, and LinkedIn. Um, and on Facebook and Instagram, you can also see um, new items that have been added to our shop because we've got a link into, into that as well. So um, uh, yes, that's probably the other thing I just wanted to make sure I, I added. Fantastic, thanks Simon. It's been fantastic talking to you. I love Richmond Furniture Scheme. It's, uh, I, as I say to everyone, you know, have a look at the website, get down there if you can, have a visit. It's an amazing place. It's a wonderful use of a council site. I'm very proud of that. And, you know, going from strength to strength under Simon's fantastic leadership. So it's been great to hear all about it. Thank you for the amazing work you're doing. Please 
listeners. Um, do check the show notes for links to the furniture scheme. Uh, as we mentioned, that will all be there and details of how you can get support or get involved. We also have included links to the Richmond Cost of Living Hub, which, of course, includes details of all the support available in the borough at this most difficult of times. If you have any questions or concerns, do email talk at richmond.gov.uk. We'll do all our very best to help answer them. Please do share this episode with any friends or family if you think it would help. And of course, feel free to leave a review. Five stars is always welcome to help spread the word. I'm Jim Millard. Thanks very much for listening.